This is episode 114 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today in this Ask Stephanie episode, we answer your question, why do I keep overeating when I know better? Are you ready to get the answer, ladies? Let's do this. My name is Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist. I reversed my diagnosis of anxiety, depression, adrenal fatigue, and obesity by going beyond the food. I can tell you one thing, that willpower, discipline, and deprivation aren't the permanent solution to transforming your relationship to food. So how do you leave overeating, emotional eating, food craving, and binging behind you so you have the food freedom to achieve all of your goal and be happy now? As a top 25 alternative health podcast in the world, this is the Beyond the Food Show. Hello, all of you ladies, this is Stephanie Dodier, and in today's episode, we're going to answer your questions. So I have posted for all of you who follow me on Facebook or Instagram, by the way, if you're not, you have to find me in there, particularly Instagram, because I'm in love with the vlogging function of the Instagram story. So if you want to see the inside of my life, you've got to go to Instagram and watch the story. But anyway... Beyond that, what I did in Facebook and Instagram in the last two weeks is I've been asking you, the followers, question. So the posts have been, what is your number one question? Because I wanted to see where you were at in your journey and what I can do to serve you better. So I've gathered those questions together. And what I decided to do through this beautiful communication channel that is the podcast is to answer your question. So I created this new segment called ask Stephanie. And that's going to be at least every Thursday and maybe more often, depending on the amount of question that you have for me. If you want to submit a question, go to the show note at stephaniedoze.com slash 114. And you can click a link there to get the process to submit your question. But the list of questions that the follower on Instagram and Facebook came up with were so, so, so ever good. So today's question is the number one question that was asked of Facebook, Instagram, all together. The other thing that I'm going to be doing with this is, and I've started this last week, is change my newsletter, and I'm using air quote here that I normally send to, I have over 12,000 subscribers that I send every week, and it's gonna now be a coaching email. And I've asked people, if you have received those emails, you know that, I sent it to you on Sunday morning, I ask you to reply to me and tell me what your questions were. So if you're not yet on my list, I invite you to go in in it and you're gonna get more of those questions answered via that channel of communication as well. So, Here's what we're going to do today. We're going to answer that first question, how to stop overeating, even though I know better and I'm trying, I just can't control it. And I'm going to share with you later, towards the end of the episode, an opportunity that you will not want to miss. So stick with me. So why do I keep overeating? And then it's particularly coming from the group of women who already eat well. So maybe they're already eating like whole food, 
food, paleo, keto, low carb, and they're still struggling with overeating and they're frustrated. And God bless you, ladies. I so know what you're talking about. And here's, let me preface another thing. I want you to listen to this. You may be coming from a place of, I want to stop overeating because I want to lose weight. Or I want to stop overeating on the food that makes me sick. Because that's a whole other segment of you. Example of that, I have emails all the time from women who have been diagnosed with diabetes And it's like they cannot, for the life of themselves, stop binging on sugar. They know they're smart, successful women in everything else they do. But for some reason, they cannot control the food they eat. They keep overeating on the food they they know. Forget about weight loss. That's making them sick. So I want you to think of this episode coming from both ways. Whatever your goal is in overeating... It's the same thing for all of us. So before we get into this, let me tell you a little story from my life and preface this in saying this is going to be a very vulnerable sharing moment. I'm not sure that a lot. So here we go. Picture me being a nutritionist the first two years of my practice dropped my corporate job, went back to school, full-blown nutritionists have taken all kinds of other seminar and natural health and physiology. Like I am loaded in my head with all kinds of medical information. I know I should be eating healthy and I know I shouldn't be overeating. It's not good for my weight. It's not good for my health. I know all the science behind it. Likely more than 99% of you have all the facts in my head. However, When I bake a healthy bread, whatever that is, made with whole food, I cannot stop eating the whole thing. Within 24 hours, the whole bread is gone. I have the best intention. I'm positive and I'm giving myself a chance. Like, I'm going to get this this time. But I still eat the whole loaf in one day. I feel so much shame, girls. It's unbelievable. Not only because I'm overeating, but because I'm a professional in the field of nutrition, I should have my, excuse my language, shit together, but I don't. The shame, the guilt is absolutely astronomical in my head. I am frustrated that I cannot stop overeating. And it got to a point where I strongly believe to the deepest core of me that I was broken, that nothing would fix me because I thought that by eating whole food, eating healthy, I would stop overeating, right? Which I knew I was overeating when I would eat like the standard North American diet, but I was told by the weight loss, the fitness industry, the health industry that once you eat whole food, you will not have those behavior anymore because you fixed the issue of food. So the frustration of it not working for me was like the worst feeling in the world. I don't know how else to express it, but it was to the point where I would like literally curl up on the floor and cry because deeply I thought I was broken. And that is until I went to a workshop. 
It was a weekend workshop that I went to and I came back home, had all kinds of aha moment during that. And I carried on with my life. And then a month later, after this workshop, I remember I was opening the fridge door in my home and I was looking at the calendar and the fridge, I'm like, oh, it's been a month since I've been to this workshop. And then it struck me. I had not ate or over ate, sorry, anything in the last 30 days. My craving for chips, and if you heard any of my show before, you know, chip is my nemesis. It's my thing. It's my addictive food, if you want to call it as that. I am not desired any or craved any in 30 days. And I still have this picture of me standing in my kitchen like, oh my God, that is the solution. What I had learned in that workshop actually fixed my head. It fixed my desire for me to eat chip or I even had leftover cake in my house that went moldy the week before. How crazy is that? Never happened to me. I cannot remember at that point having sweet food in the house and not eating the whole thing. And that event, standing in my kitchen, sent me in this, this rabbit hole of learning and research about psychology of eating. And then I realized it was beyond the food. All this time, I was trying to fix my overeating by addressing the food, by restricting and restricting and restricting and restricting even more to the point where, like, literally at that point in my life, I ate all whole food, but I didn't have a large selection of food. But really, the solution wasn't with the food. It was beyond the food. That's when the whole concept of beyond the food was born. In that moment in my kitchen of me realizing what had just happened. Now, here's what I found out. When I say going beyond the food, what I mean is that my desire and my belief weren't aligned. What I wanted to achieve, which is to not eat, and my belief about myself and overeating were like opposite, black and white. They were fighting each other in my head. And there's a scientific name for this. Like there's science behind what I'm about to tell you. It's not me inventing that. There's actually terms and, and, and actual science. It is called cognitive and computational neuroscience. You can look it up. Cognitive and computational neuroscience. Basically what those very smart people study is how the brain function, how this, the thoughts and the processes in our head happen that we think of something and actually our leg move. We think of walking and all of a sudden our legs move. We think of overeating and we actually don't overeat. Like there's a process in our brain into which that happens. So what I had realized is, is I had now finally understood this process and realized that what I wanted in my conscious mind right? That what we operate from when we're conscious, that part of our brain called the conscious mind. I said to myself, I don't want to overeat. That was a conscious mind fact. Wasn't aligned with my subconscious mind, which is actually 90% of your mind is your conscious mind. My belief about my behavior around overeating. I wanted to not overeat, 
in my conscious mind, but my subconscious mind believed that I was broken and I was a victim of overeating. The two conflicted and created, here we go, self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is not something that you choose to do. Self-sabotage is a reaction into that conflict between your desire and your belief, between your conscious and your subconscious mind. There's a conflict between the two. The brain is like, oh, the two part don't align. We have to stop this and we're going to get her or him to self-sabotage because we don't want to go there because it doesn't align. And I told you the subconscious mind is the biggest part of your brain. Your subconscious mind, does your belief around your subconscious mind will always win over your conscious mind. So if you desire to not overeat is in conflict with you telling yourself that you're a failure, you overeat all the time, and then you, that's just the way it is, that part of your brain will win. And there's nothing you can do. Now, not true. You can use willpower and discipline, like I did, for a certain bit of time, but at some point, the subconscious mind will win over your willpower and your discipline. Crazy, right? No matter how hard you try, that you white-knuckle yourself around this issue, willpower and discipline will never win over your subconscious mind. Your self-sabotage will always kick in. Now, if you're not familiar with this whole conscious and subconscious mind and cognitive science, you can go back into the podcast archive, show number 63 with Dr. Bruce Lipton, a whole hour on that and the whole science behind it. You can also go and check out podcast 57 with Dr. Susan Pierce Thompson about the psychology of eating. Two great reference. So you can get yourself educated on that. We're going to take a quick break from our chat to give a shout out to our show sponsor, Health IQ. And I am so excited to be partnering with them and bringing you forward an innovative insurance company for the American listener. Health IQ helps health conscious people like yogis, runners, cyclists, weightlifters to get lower rate on their life insurance. Just like you save money on your car insurance for being a good driver, Health IQ saves you money on life insurance for living a health conscious lifestyle. Isn't it time that we get rewarded for our good health choices? Now, how do you get started? Very simply by qualifying through the Health IQ quizzes. And also, listen to this, if you submit actual training data through the various apps available, you can save additional dollars. To get started now, simply go to stephaniedodzie.com forward slash health IQ and take the test to see if you qualify. And when you get to speak to an agent, mention the code beyond the food to support the show. So get started now on saving money on your life insurance. Now a shout out to our other show sponsor, Muse. And I'm very grateful to team up with Muse to bring you the first tool in the world to help you learn 
to meditate at home. Muse is a wearable brain sensing headband that measure our brainwave and sends the feedback to an app on our personal device. I love my Muse because it transforms my meditation practice. I wear it daily for my 10-minute session in the morning and it coaches me through my practice by giving me real-time feedback on what's happening in my brain and helping me refocus during my meditation. I love this partnership with Muse because it brings the tool to the first-timer and it helps expand the practice of the more advanced meditator. So it's time for you to get your Muse on and learn to calm your mind through meditation. And here's the thing, as a listener of the Going to Beyond the Food show, you get 15% off of the purchase of your Muse. To take advantage of this offer, simply go to stephaniedodier.com forward slash muse. And again, the URL is stephaniedodier.com forward slash muse and register through this URL to get 15% off. So join me in my 10 minutes meditation practice every morning and get our muse on and go beyond the food together. So now I finally knew why I was overeating, even though I wanted to not overeat. I understood how everything was working in my brain and why it wasn't me that was broken and why the actual restriction that I was attempting to do in an effort to control my overeating were actually making this whole thing worse. Because one thing you have to know and understand about overeating is that it is also influenced by your survival brain your brain that want you to survive and the restriction to the food that you apply in your life. The more restriction you do to punish yourself, to achieve an outside goal, the more the survival brain will be activated, right? And want you to feast on food as a mean of survival. Because when you restrict, the brain perceives that as famine, as a survival mechanism, And the opposite effect to heal the famine is to actually feast. So that's why I was binging on paleo bread because bread was this like catastrophe thing in my life. Like how can you dare eat bread, right? This is not good for your health. It's not paleo. It's not keto. It's not this, not that, blah, blah, blah. All the things I was selling myself, making bread something that I will never have again in my life. My brain picked that up and said, okay, we're into feasting mode here. So next time we have bread, holy Jesus, we're going to eat the whole thing because we'll never have it again. And I've talked about that many times about this whole restriction and engaging the survival mechanism. It is one of the most controversial things in the world of example, vegan, keto, and paleo, because the diet mindset behind keto, paleo, vegan is that certain food group are the enemy to your health. And we apply label to this way of thinking and we call ourselves paleo, keto, vegan, 
And then our brain goes into this whole conflict mode. And then for some of us that have this relationship to food, it engages us into this binging mindset. Now, some of you will say, well, that doesn't happen to my friend. Totally right, because not everybody has subconscious belief around food in the same way that we do for most of us listening to this podcast. Now, people here have relationship to food that they want to work on because they have a history with food. Now, it's the exact same principle for people that have alcohol addiction, drug addiction, sex addiction, shopping addiction. It's all the same thing. The brain functioned the same way, but instead of hooking on food, it hooked on alcohol or drugs or shopping or sex, whatever their addiction of choice is. So I know that's a lot of information and it can be quite overwhelming because here's a big thing here. None of that is talking publicly on TV and on magazine and on newspaper because it goes against the weight loss in the fitness industry. So the reason why you don't know about this is because the weight loss in the fitness industry doesn't want you to do, to know. Not your fault. It's not because, again, you did something wrong. It's because nobody puts that out there. Because let's face it, once you understand how your brain functions, you learn the techniques that will allow you to realign your desire realign your belief, work on your subconscious mind, you're free of diet pills, of diet food, of exercise regimen. You're free of all of that because you have a quote-unquote normal relationship to food. So to help you with that and to help all the people who've asked me this question, I'm going to have a live workshop coming up. So remember at the beginning of the show, I told you like, stay tuned till the end. I have something for you. This is it. Like this was so prominent for me. And it was so prominent in the question when I did that survey that I have designed over the last three or four days. Some of you follow me on Instagram know that I've posted about it, a whole workshop called how to stop overeating without willpower discipline. So this live workshop is coming up. It's going to be next week, February the 13th. It's going to be one hour all online. It's going to be free. You can start registering for that workshop on Friday, February the 9th. So depending on when you're listening to this podcast, the page for registration may already be up, which by the way, February 9th is my birthday. So that's why I wanted the registration to open. It was my gift from me to me because to give you power in your relationship to food is my passion. So it's a gift from me to me to open this registration for the webinar on my birthday. Anyway, so registration will open on February 9th. You can register via a link in the show note at stephaniedozie.com slash 114, or you can go directly on my website at stephaniedozie.com slash webinar. Now, Technology right now is limiting us at 100 seats, so 100 people to watch this workshop because it's going to be video and me and us interacting in Q&A to 100 people. So right now, that's what I have booked in reserve. So I would highly encourage you to reserve your seat right away either by registering directly if you're listening to this on Thursday, February the 8th, 
One of the ways you can get notified as soon as it opens is being on my email list, which again, you can join in the show note because when it opens on Friday the 9th, I'm going to send an email to my entire 12,000 people and <laughs> offer them registration. So you can see where the space may be limited. Now, I may be having to grow the room based on your wanting to register for this workshop. So it's no different than if I was to do it face-to-face with you. I'm reserving a number of seats based on the demand. I may have to go to a bigger room, but for now I have 100 people. So highly recommend that you save your spot so I can adjust the room size if needed, or if I don't adjust it, you have your seat save. So... There you have it, ladies. This is the first episode of Ask Stephanie. Don't forget that if this episode helped you, it likely would help somebody else in your life. There's another woman in your life right now, your girlfriend, your sister, your neighbor, who's struggling with the exact same thing as you. Please share this episode with that person in your life because this type of information will not get to them willingly on TV and the media. Remember, this is us that have to share this information of going beyond the food. And again, you can submit your question for the next show by going to the show note at stephaniedozie.com slash 114. And I love you, ladies. And I'm looking forward to hang out with you again on Sunday. And I will answer another question from the survey that I've done. Cheers. See you Sunday. Did you know that 9 out of 10 women are struggling with their relationship to food? Overeating, emotional eating, binging, and craving are real. Clearly, the solution we have been taught aren't working. I believe to have food freedom, it means that we must learn to have a relationship with our hunger so we can finally be at peace with food and eat normally without guilt or shame which is why I wrote the Crave Cure Guide. I want to show you how to have a completely different relationship with food so that you can be in control of what you eat, achieve your goal, and be the powerful woman you were meant to be. The best part is this book and the step-by-step process is absolutely free. To receive your free copy, simply go to stephaniedodzier.com forward slash guide and we can get started right now.